0: So if that sounds like something you want to listen to, keep listening. Hey, this is Lisa, and if you want to catch up with me on Twitter, you can find me at ILTM podcast. I also have an Instagram, I Love That Movie podcast. And we have a closed Facebook group called I Love That Movie. It's just a safe space for movie lovers to discuss their favorite films, judgment free. My only rule in there is keep it positive. And if you like what you heard today, please subscribe and rate the show. It helps new listeners find us. Uh, And I want to take a moment to thank our top supporters on Patreon, Jeff Widman, Michael Cross, and Chris Balga. Thank you so much. I know you don't have to support us. (laughs) The content is free, but if you want to, you can reach out, um and support us on Patreon. We've got a $1, $5, and $10 tier. And um, if you're in the $5 or $10 tier, I put out a bonus episode every week, just kind of my thoughts on pop culture news and stuff like that. So if you feel moved, check it out. Uh, Lastly, we also have a Teespring store. So another way you could support the show is by buying a shirt, bags, or mugs. So check us out there. Last two plugs. uh, October six at the alamo draft house in richardson will there will be a 4 p.m showing of house of ghosts spooky so please come check that out me and a bunch of uh guests that have been on the show and christopher Mim, if you haven't heard him it's his movie it's going to be a fun time so check that out also october 3rd through 6th is DocuFest. um that's you know, part of Dallas Video Fest, but it's the documentary part of the festival. It's really cool. I went last year, and there's some great movies coming out this year, too. Um, So check that out as well. And I'm finally done with all my plugs. Yay! (laughs) Um, I have a returning guest here today. I've got Courtney. Say hi, Courtney. Hey,
1: everyone. How you doing? You know me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know her. Um, She's been on the, let's see, how many episodes you've done? Blair Witch. Uh uh american psycho yeah, that's the good one yep and you've been on our uh, the first year the top five episode yeah yes. yes yes so if you guys haven't heard us before um if you haven't heard courtney on the podcast courtney can you introduce yourself just a little bit uh,
1: i am courtney i am a cosplayer i go by victoria bain or vicky bain on instagram uh my specialty is wigs but additionally my specialty is creepy movies. The <laughs> yes. spookier the better, baby.
0: Yep, I knew I had to have you back during spooky season. Very apt. I feel like you would have picked a spooky movie no matter what <laughs> uh, time of yeah. year. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I'm glad you picked one during spooky season. <laughs> um, so in case you guys haven't noticed, there's been a trend with the episodes. Pretty much all the episodes between now and October 31st are going to be spooky themed. So just be prepared for that. Um, I've got some guests that aren't as big into horror, so they pick kind of milder yeah. movies, but... There'll be something for everybody. Um, but with that said, my guest always picks the movie. So what movie did you pick today?
1: Uh, today, I chose a movie that I had never heard of, which I'm upset about because I really liked <laughs> it, Just It was great, but it's called The Black Coat's Daughter.
0: Yep. It came out in 2015. And, and how did you see it?
1: So my netflix uh algorithm is really good at (laughs) suggesting me things (laughs) that's
0: good um
1: and it had like kind of been like in the background i guess and i was finally like one night i think i was just you know wanting to watch something but didn't really want to watch the same old stuff that i usually watch and i clicked on it and i was like i've never heard of this what even is this and I watched it and then I immediately watched it again. Really? Because I, I was love like, that. Holy crap.
0: <laughs> that I was, mean, it was good. It was
1: not what I was expecting at all. Yeah. And I it was like a fresh take on like the possession
0: genre mm-hmm.
1: of horror movies. Yeah. I think like I've never seen anything quite like that myself.
0: Right. No, I, I completely agree. I saw it because you suggested it for this podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I saw it on Netflix. Um, it's been suggested to me before, but for some reason I just didn't yeah. trust it. right. And I'm glad that I did because I really, really liked it. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I don't I will dive into why, but I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was unique and different. It's from A24 films, of course. which they make a lot of great stuff if you guys are into horror. Um, But, yeah, uh, I guess with that, I'll go ahead and read the synopsis really quick before we jump in. Um, During the dead of winter, a troubled young woman, Emma Roberts, embarks on a mysterious journey to an isolated prep school where two stranded students, Kiernan Shipka and Lucy Boynton, I hope that's right, (laughs) (laughs) face a sinister threat from an unseen evil force.
1: Now, I want to say, though, if you haven't seen this movie, don't listen to this episode. For yeah, for minute. real. Go ahead, pa- pause this. Go watch the mo- It's not long. It's like ninety-four minutes. Something. It, like it's that? pretty short. It's short.
0: Um, it's one hundred and thirty-three minutes. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
1: So it's it's relatively short stop stop the podcast go watch it and then come back to the podcast. stop
0: all the downloading <laughs> and yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i um yeah this movie it's got some twists and turns some unexpected things that happen and i think it's better if you go in completely blind to what it's about yeah
1: fresh fresh eyes. yeah
0: mm-hmm. i'm gonna read a couple quick facts as well so the first one i have is that the bramford which is the name of the apartment building they're in, mm-hmm. I think, is also the name of the notorious apartment building in Ira Levine's yeah. novel and the film Rose Rosemary's Baby. Baby.
1: Which I watched the other
0: day. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, which Guy and Rosemary move into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I actually really like that film. We'll talk about that in Okay, a okay, because... <laughs> okay. I like it, but I mean, it's controversial. We'll, but... <laughs> we'll,
1: be, we'll be here literally all day. But it kind of has the same theme into which...
0: It does, yeah.
1: Like, the... What the typical outcome is of, you know, a possession movie or, like, a movie about the devil, it doesn't end like you normally see it end.
0: That's absolutely true. I I think, you know... So that's another
1: coincidence it has with it, I think.
0: Very, very true. Yeah. (laughs) If we talk about that movie, that will be the second Roman Polanski movie we've talked about. (laughs) Anywho, um, this is the directorial debut of Oz Perkins. He's a writer predominantly he wrote and directed this film but uh this is his first film which mm-hmm. i think i thought it was really good
1: and it almost didn't get made like, oh really was having a really hard time i read um finding funding for it because it's mm. a lot of horror movies do and that's another thing that kind of bothers me yeah these days there's so many remakes of stuff that nobody asked to have remade <laughs> true and then fresh new ideas like this one like i get it like horror movies are harder to sell but they're cheap to make Mm -hmm. and if they're good they get a good return so this like i i was shocked to hear that they were having such a hard time getting it funded i'm glad it got made yeah because it was phenomenal
0: and it it did have a theatrical release too Mm -hmm. right yeah in 2015
1: but i didn't even hear about it
0: yeah i mean that's so true and i think that that's what a lot of major film companies are struggling with is that you know with online streaming i mean a lot of the content you can just get at home although i do feel like horror is better if you see it in the theater Mm -hmm. just because you get like that experience of everyone else yeah everybody is
1: screaming their head off
0: pretty much yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) everybody's grabbing onto each other popcorn flying
0: Yeah, I can't think of a lot of horror movies that I watched at home that I had the same, like, visceral reaction to. I mean, there's a few, but it's rare. Mm -hmm. Um, This took nearly 17 months to get an official U.S. release date Mm -hmm. after A24 uh, was playing it at numerous film festivals. So that speaks to your... Uh, point, because a lot of times the way these films get funding is, you know, they complete the film, they show it at film festivals, and then they hope to get picked up by distributors, which is why a lot of times I'll recommend movies that I've seen from uh, film festivals, and people go, well, where can I go see it? Well, that's the thing. I mean, that's why they're (laughs) they're on the film circuit, and hopefully it gets picked up. There's so many movies that don't. And so, yeah, that's, you know, that's disappointing, but this is kind of, I think it's different from other Mm -hmm. horror, and that's part of why it might have had struggled a little bit
1: which doesn't make sense to me yeah you would like you would like I, I guess I get I too get tired of like the same old repeated tropes yeah and this was not that
0: it wasn't and I think what really helped renewed interest in this I think you probably saw at the same time as a lot of people mm-hmm. is that uh Kiernan Shipka who plays Kat in the movie you know, she was, she got her start with Mad Men. I absolutely yeah. loved her in that show. I knew that she was a great actress just from her portrayal as uh, Don Draper's daughter alone. But she's really found so much success with Sabrina. Sabrina. Yeah, which is so weird. I, like, was commenting about that all the time. To you guys, like, <laughs> begging y'all to watch it. And you were like, another Riverdale um, piece of crap. and then. <laughs> Well, no, but <laughs> you saw it. And and what's funny though is like now all of you have seen all of it. I yeah. haven't seen I've seen like two episodes, I've, so I really yeah, need to catch it's up. It's
1: coming back I
0: next know. month. I think. But she does spooky really well. I yeah. knew she would cuz she just has that edge to her, but I think that that's really helped this movie also and and maybe if this had come out mm-hmm. back then, I, I think even though people really like American horror story, yeah. I still don't see Emma Roberts as big enough of a draw on her own. Yeah, Like, she's not, I like, mean, my favorite from those shows, from the seasons, so I think that's yeah. part of why,
1: maybe. I mean, I've seen her in... I saw her in this, and I kind of had a newfound respect for her
0: in that I way. agree, yeah. She, I think it's just... She has a more nuanced performance I, in this. I
1: really think it's just the characters that they put her in, in American Horror It's Theory. always, like, the, Blonde yeah, Bimbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, some devious something or other. But, yeah, like... It's it's her her character is different in this that she is devious but in a really
0: like fucked up way yeah <laughs> hey it's not censored here we can just go right I wasn't sure it. if
1: I wanted to like drop my f bomb for the you you can know, drop but, it whenever you want yeah but that yeah you're right it it was devious in a really fucked up way
0: yeah um so that i did want to mention before we start talking about like favorite scenes and stuff like that 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 it was direct directed and written by oz perkins as i said before and he's got a new movie coming out called gretel and hansel yeah and i'm really excited about i i saw the trailer when i first saw the title i was like Uh, this shit again (laughs) we did this already (laughs) but then when i saw the trailer it's that girl from uh from it, right? The the I younger, haven't, you know, I haven't seen it. Oh, you got to see it. it. It's the girl that plays, um, Bev. Bev. Yeah. As a child, it's oh. her. Oh, and it's, it's called Gretel and Hansel right. because she's the older one this time. Uh and so it's more her leading the way and yes, it, it looks yeah. I think it looks really good
1: I'll have to yeah I'll have to peep that after it, we're
0: done and then I read that he also did I am the pretty thing that lives oh I out. love it! Oh, okay line. I haven't seen it <laughs> okay I skipped it it's, again it's, I kind of assumed it's that, kind of
1: a slow burn mm-hmm. but it's definitely creepy in its own
0: okay way. okay I want to see it really bad mm-hmm.
1: it's on Netflix too
0: there's so much stuff on Netflix that I'm, I'm just so grateful that yeah, it's on there yes. because I think it's really given a platform for a lot of these smaller films even ones that are not funded by Netflix to be seen you know like this film i don't think i would have ever seen it otherwise and i used to go to the angelica all the time i used to but honestly like i don't anymore because i'm busier now yeah and it's expensive (laughs) so it's like it's really cool that these movies are being released this way um so yeah so i think we should jump in yeah. and we'll, we'll mention the other two actors that I've got written down, I think as we dive in, but, um, I'll let you take the reins. I've talked a lot. So, Go ahead. So, <laughs> uh,
1: the way that the movie is told, it's actually two stories told, they're told consecutively, but they're taking yeah. place at two different points in time. And I didn't. They do a very good job of keeping that separated up until like the pivotal moment, and you're like,
0: "Oh shit!" That's what I was going <laughs> to ask you. Like, did you start putting that together I, I, early I on, or didn't?
1: I think I when I I think when I put it together was when uh, Emma's character Joan mm-hmm. goes into the bathroom, like after. Uh, what is his name yeah
0: bill Bill, yeah the the father father figure of rose yeah
1: so he joan is like down on her luck she's like waiting at this cold bus stop up north and she wants to go to portsmouth and he just happens by and stops and picks her up since you know basically tells her oh i'll get you there and his wife is like i don't something about this isn't right yeah men listen to
0: your wives but you know and i think at first my assumption was pretty shallow. Yeah. I thought maybe the wife was just like, oh, you're picking up this hot blonde lady? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly, yeah. A- okay. And they kind of make you think that, but that's not... That's not at all yeah. what's
1: happening. Um. But so he, you know, he takes her, and they stop at this motel so that they can rest for the night, but, you know there's a restaurant like he comes to talk to her and it was kind of creepy because she just comes off as
0: creepy and you're not sure why and it it's I do want to mention so the dad is played by James Ramar and um I think like I know I've seen him in a bunch of stuff before Mm -hmm. but I think the first time I really noticed him was because I've been watching Black Lightning and Mm -hmm. he plays kind of like the Alfred of that universe Mm -hmm. and his acting style is just so different from like everyone else on the CW whereas I feel like everybody's very emotional and engaging yeah. he's got this really reserved style that almost I, deadpan yeah it, 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 at first i was like i asked nick i was like do you think he's an actor or is he just like somebody that Somebody's like yeah no it's not to criticize his <laughs> skill but it was like it's I'm so not used to seeing dure, that yeah almost. and and it's like you know as i watch more of the show i began to really just fall in love with his character and with his style, and then I looked him up, and I've seen him in other things since then, mm-hmm. and um, and and I've probably seen him a lot in my life and just not known it. Yeah, but um, no, he's just got a totally different acting style, and I think it lends itself really well to something like this, where yeah. you're it, it makes it makes it hard to tell what his motive is. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So the he comes. To her room. They have separate rooms, obviously, thankfully.
0: Yeah, because, again, the whole time you're like, okay, what young, is, vulnerable girl. What is he doing? Older dude that could possibly be preying yeah, on her. Like, he you just assume room. that. He
1: comes to her room after she's gotten out of the shower. She's in a towel. And instead of just being like, oh, I'll come back later when you're Right, he's
0: very anxious and you're not sure why. And yeah. your, your assumption is he wants to, like, kill her or yeah. something. But she's vulnerable and you're thinking, oh, well, she... She's playing into this because she has no other choice, right, but you exactly. don't know what's going but on. But so
1: they go to the restaurant that's like next door, I guess, to get a bite to eat or whatever. And he l- launches into this story about how they lost him and his wife lost their daughter nine years prior. Mm-hmm. And he shows her a picture and I'll get to that in a second to tie it all in. But she sees the picture and then she's like, like the waitress comes to take their order and she's like, excuse me. And she goes into the bathroom and she starts laughing. And I was like, Wait a
0: minute. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Whoa. And it's really disarming because once they mention the daughter, you're like, oh, Ooh. now I feel like this is less creepy because, you know, oh, he sees his daughter in her somehow. Right. Yeah. So to cut to the
1: other side of the story, um, this guy's daughter is one of the main characters in the, I guess, A-side story. Yeah,
0: yeah. The earlier timeline. Yeah,
1: they are in this Catholic girl's school. It's like a boarding school. And um, she and Miss Shipka's character, Kat, uh, her name is Rose. Lucy Boyton's character is Rose and Kat are left behind. Yeah. Kat's left behind because...
0: Her parents, parents haven't come picked her yeah. up dead. They're dead. Yeah. They're dead. The school doesn't know that yet. They don't. But she but has she... like
1: this premonition.
0: Yeah. Of them like on fire in a fiery in a car, car crash. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then Kat's parents are there because she intentionally or sorry, Rose's parents aren't there because she intentionally told them the wrong day to go pick her up because she thinks she might be pregnant and she needs to talk to her boyfriend about it.
0: Which is a whole side story that you think is gonna have a lot of significance. And then it doesn't. And it doesn't. It does for Rose, but for no one else and it gives me a lot of sympathy for her character actually i guess we'll get Mm -hmm. into that but i think they do a good job of not making her the stereotypical mean girl right like it's nuanced there's something going on with rose that uh cat doesn't pick up on right and it leads to some bad shit but it's like it really shouldn't have happened Nope. (laughs) anyway go ahead
1: and so cat and rose are left behind and you know the headmaster tells Rose to take look after Cat, and of course she doesn't <laughs> because she's not there for she's, that,
0: and she's busy yeah. with her problem of possibly being pregnant. Yeah,
1: so she she leaves her, and this whole time there is something just a little off about Cat. Yeah, like they in an earlier scene. She's like in the office with the um, head priest at the school, and she's like kind of like not paying attention and she kind of looks off and starts smiling and he's like what are you smiling at and she's like was i He's like uh yeah <laughs> and it was at
0: something kind of inappropriate right yeah, like yeah. she was laughing a little bit a and little bit. it was kind of dark and he, what was like, he said
1: what the hell is that about and you're like yeah what the hell is that about because you don't you don't at know that yet point, you don't know what's happening and then so rose leaves her alone she goes out she talks to her boyfriend she comes back she's mad because things didn't go quite as nicely as she thought they would yeah and she can't find cat and she keeps hearing like this faint noise
0: yeah so she goes down to
1: the boiler room and she finds cat in the boiler room like bowing and praying to this lit boiler and it is like the visual of it is the craziest thing I, I was like what is happening
0: <laughs> they do a good job of keeping all the cards close yeah. like you don't know what's happening for a long time and
1: then like after that she's like cat's completely like not even acknowledging it kind of and like rose asked her if she was sleepwalking and she just kind of like yeah i must have been or something and at this point like cat is like completely detached
0: from yeah everything. You can really tell. And there's a weird undercurrent too yeah. that they never really explore, but I feel like she may have been I can't tell if she was in love with Rose or she just wanted a closeness with her desperately. Yeah. But there's something off about it. Like, like her continuously calling her beautiful and stuff. They smell pretty. Yeah, it's uh it's unsettling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but
1: like at, it's at this point that, you know, Rose is trying to like, you know, kind of come for her because she just saw something crazy Mm -hmm. and she's not really sure what's going on and so she's like asking her "Is like well did they say anything about your parents and at this point it's when cat drops the bomb that she's like oh they're dead like she says it so like flatly and like nonchalantly and it really upsets rose at this point because she's like why would you like say that yeah she's like
0: that's not cool and she's already
1: unnerved by what she just saw
0: in the boiler
1: room so it's like why would you say that that's not funny you know she's really wigged out
0: her she's instincts kind of in at that point yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: and like oh it's just it's one of those situations that at this point they kind of flip back over to the b-side story which is with joan and bill and his wife and in the restaurant you find out that bill's daughter
0: is rose which you had a feeling something was going to happen to her. I didn't. <laughs> I, I did, but yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, I don't think she makes it. There's something about the way Cat is <laughs> treating her.
1: She's, uh, she, you in danger, girl.
0: Yeah, get out of there.
1: <laughs> and so it was at that moment where I was like, oh,
0: shit. Oh, no. I mean, you're like, she's obviously going to be dead. Yeah. Because they're saying that. Yeah. So you're like, oh, there's two different timelines. And, And, okay, I see more is happening here than I thought previously, yeah. The
1: thing about it is that at that point, at that night, Kat is in her bed and, like, she's under her sheet. That's right.
0: Yep, you'll occasionally hear wine being poured because if it's Courtney (laughs) and I together talking about horror, we obviously have to have wine during that. So just accept that. If you don't like it, skip this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think anyone does, Skip but every episode yeah.
1: that I've ever been on, ever, because it's <laughs> this is just that slow. I feel pour. like if
0: people are here physically with me, there's there's alcohol involved. Yeah, yeah but and that's go fine. ahead,
1: just listen yeah. yeah, up, get to get yeah. to talking. But um, yeah, you see, Kat, and she's in bed, and she's got like the sheets over her, and she like. Out of nowhere, like twists up into this pretzel, and I'm like, uh, yes, uh, she's possessed. That's that's what that is. And it that's suddenly what's wrong makes
0: everything makes sense. That you smell pretty stuff. Yeah. She's gonna be dead later. Like you're like, oh, okay, somebody, you Sounds. know, something possessed her, and it wants Rose. But I, almost I don't I almost think forgot. that's what happened. Okay, go ahead.
1: I almost forgot because like when Rose is like getting ready to leave. She's, like, trying to freak Cat out about the nuns That's that right, she tells her that story. She tells her the nuns are, like, they're so, in this Catholic school, the only two people who are there, other than the two girls, are two nuns that work at the school. And uh, Rose tells Cat
0: that they're devil worshippers and that they're, like, completely hairless and they wear wigs. <laughs> she's trying to, like, spook she's her. She's trying to scare her. You don't know if she's heard that story before, or if she's making it yeah, up. Yeah. But, yeah.
1: Exactly. So, at that point, I was like, was she telling the truth?
0: Right. Uh, could she have
1: known that? Like, are they having some sort of influence on Cat at this point? It's a
0: great red herring Yeah. that really confuses you for a lot. Of, oh, uh, it confused me up until the end. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah.
1: And then they're like, they're having like breakfast or something. And they're like, you know, praying over the food and like Cat won't do it. And then... One of the nuns is like uh, Catherine, like you know. Well, then you can repeat the prayer for us, and she can't. She can't do it. She
0: can't like physically do it. Yeah, like and so. She, yeah,
1: she stands up and like she starts puking her guts out because she just cannot.
0: Because like, she's possessed. Speak yeah,
1: words. And so at this point, Kat has been extra creepy. She already told Rose that the headmaster called, and the headmaster was like, "Oh, he said I could go and live with him." and rose is like why would he say that and she's like he's the headmaster he could do whatever he wants or something like that yeah and while they're trying to like clean cat up the headmaster calls again and nobody's answered the phone at this point but cat knows who's on the phone
0: and she knows what the news is Yeah. yeah
1: and so the headmaster is like telling the nuns basically like oh her parents are dead so we're going to have to figure out what the hell to do with her. And then yeah. they, they make Rose go do some innocuous chore to kind of, like, get her away so they can explain everything to Cat, which Cat already knows. And, like, Rose tries to go back and, you know, be like, hey, I'm done with this chore or whatever. And she goes, she takes a nap. And at this point, like, this is where they kind of, like, fracture up this piece of the story. Yeah. So you see Rose and she's, like, you know, napping and she comes back and she tries to go down the stairs to go and check on the nuns, and she sees,
0: like, severed heads at the bottom of the... And you're just like, what? I was, like, trying to figure out what's going on at that point. Like, we're explaining it to you, but when you see it, you're just like, wait.
1: What? What? (laughs) Yeah. But then they, like, they cut back, and they come back to the headmaster and a police officer showing up where the nun's house is. Yeah. And they come in on this grisly scene and the nuns are decapitated and cats nowhere to be found because she's the one that killed them she stabs them to death and decapitates them just and then puts their heads in a pillowcase
0: yeah and then i poor think it's Rose. weird because <laughs> we were led to believe yeah. by rose that they were devil worshippers yeah. so i thought this was going to be you mentioned earlier yeah, they were going a Rosemary's like baby situation yeah, exactly. yeah where it's like oh they're all in a cult we're we're seeing so many movies about cults lately yeah. it's like a thing that's back in horror right now so it's like that's what i was expecting and when they i think whenever when she was possessed and she calls that other nurse a cunt yes because <laughs> that happened oh um spicy. it's crazy it, yeah. it, it reminds you of like the exorcist you're yeah. like whoa she has and, that spooky uh,
1: voice for just that one word yeah
0: and it's like oh okay they're not in on it <laughs> like i was like something bad will happen to those nuns now and yeah it's pretty intense it, it, it's
1: gruesome it's gruesome and like poor rose <laughs> she's like before she goes back downstairs, she's taking a shower, she's in the bathroom, she realizes that she's not pregnant, and she's so excited,
0: and she's so happy that her life's not over, and then she gets stabbed to death. I was like, what are you happy about? You're about to die. <laughs> <laughs> she, <laughs> I, I just knew she was going to die. it's like, you see it happen, and you're like, oh, no! <gasps> it's so undeserved, I feel like... Yeah! So, so she yeah. She happened to be there. Rose was being kind of mean mm-hmm. to Kat, but she was dealing with this whole situation where she thought she was pregnant and it's a huge deal. She's young, she doesn't know what she's gonna tell her parents she even has that comment about her boyfriend she's like, it's not his problem, it's mine which is BS girls. (laughs) Um, but, but, like, she's dealing with a lot, um, and so you kind of have to forgive her a little bit. She's not just being mean for no reason. Yeah. She's distracted. But, like... And Kat doesn't even know that. Yeah, exactly. She never knows that that's why. She, she just, just assumes. Yeah, she
1: just thinks she's going out on a date with her boyfriend.
0: And she tells her, like, you had your, your chance. chance. Yeah. And that's when she, like, puts that door up against the, or the, the chair up against the door. Yeah. But, yeah, like, um... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> She's like, oh, God. She's, like, starting to catch on. I'll just I'll just, I'll just lock her up. Right here. That's not gonna help. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, I also wanted to mention, I, I don't know if I'll cut this out because I'm mentioning it way too late, but, um, her boyfriend. What a chode. <laughs> Do you feel like that's, like, a new look all of a sudden? Like, that the way he <laughs> looks? Yeah, like, okay, like, in that movie, or in uh, Black Mirror, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. our mm-hmm. Angel episode, mm-hmm. I literally thought it was that guy. And then Nick was like, that's impossible because this came out in 2015. He'd be Maybe. too young.
1: Maybe. Because he's guess... like
0: 17 now. Yeah. yeah. So he would have been like 15. I mean, it's possible, but. And then he kind of remind. I mean, he doesn't look like him, but he reminds me of like a, you know, a jughead sort of character. Yeah. I but think it's like, like they're I feel like that's a thing that, right like, now cool,
1: that, like, not swarthy, but like that's skinny
0: kind of greaser, long hair
1: kind of situation, leather jacket boy kind of.
0: I said, I feel like they're being more honest now. They're like, okay, this is what you were into in high school. We don't know why. Why, why Adults don't understand why you're into this guy, but you are. You are. (laughs) And so I feel like he's like a more honest depiction of that, whereas previously Mm -hmm. in Hollywood, he was always like really buff. They're like, he looked like a skinny, awkward teenager. (laughs) But yeah, anyway, I just felt that, you, I feel so much sympathy for her when she dies, and I was expecting to, like, hate mm-hmm. her. But it's not her fault. Anyway, go ahead.
1: So, like, the penultimate scene for this side of the story is the cop and the headmaster, like, freaking out because they found decapitated bodies. They're running around trying to figure out where the
0: hell everybody oh, yeah. else is. Forgot about this scene. <laughs>
1: and the... Cop goes down into the boiler room where Kat is, and she's got all three heads like lined up in front of the boiler. Can't unsee. Like, nope. <laughs> and she's got like a, a chef's knife in her hand, and the cop has a shotgun of all things. And
0: yeah, how did he know to go down there with a shotgun? My... I have questions about I, that. I, well, I mean, you I find wonder... it decapitated heads, I'd run back and get my shotgun. I mean I guess so, or has it happened before? Maybe. Eek. <laughs> anyway. <go ahead>. <laughs> <laughs> But um,
1: he's like, you know, pointing it at her and like, you know, turn around, put put the weapon down. And she's like, Hail Satan.
0: I love that because she's using the line that Rose said earlier. Yeah. That they're all like, Hail Satan. Yeah.
1: And like, she's like raising her arms up and she's like, Hail Satan in that creepy distorted voice. And the cop is like losing his cool and he shoots her in the shoulder. And at that point, I was like, oh, my God cat is joan
0: yeah because
1: when joan goes to shower you see kind of like a top you know shot of her and she's got like this weird like scar on her shoulder
0: and they play, play a clip yeah. yeah they play
1: a clip a sound of a shotgun and you're like wait what the fuck and then when that happened i was like <gasps> oh well, just, you no you didn't expect
0: her to be the problem yes
1: exactly. <laughs> you
0: expected her to be the victim yes yeah.
1: precisely and mm-hmm. so, basically, what's been happening this whole time is that you're getting two sides of Kat's story. Yeah. So, she's been seeing this demon for some time.
0: Which they never really show, that you only see it as, like... A silhouette. The outline of, like, it looks... I I joked it looks like a llama.
1: Kind of. <laughs> it kind of does. It, it It's definitely, like, a blobby shape with horns. But you never actually, like, physically see it all of the way. Yeah so yeah like it's been with her for some time and she's been kind of like paying attention to it and like
0: that's why she always seems so distracted yeah or or smiles at weird times she's talking to it yeah she's like
1: communicating with the demon yeah and in this particular instance she's i guess relieved to have it there because she knows that she's alone now she knows that she already knows that her parents are dead this girl rose who is supposed to look after her is being kind of mean to her being kind of cold to her that's why she's like you had your chance yeah and you know it's the only thing that she has that's like comforting to her right he even talks to her at one point it, it calls her on the phone and yeah that's and right pretends like it's her father yeah and it's so unnerving but then it like kind of makes sense in a jacked up way
0: well i think it's just such a flip from what you usually see like yeah you know normally when someone's possessed it, they're want. they're unwilling mm-hmm. but she's a very willing host like you can understand why she's willing but it's still weird because it's so different from different. what we've seen in movies before yeah, yeah.
1: and so like cat ends up going to um an asylum and a priest comes and does an exorcism and she's like, like the demon is like fading away, and she's like, please don't go. And that's so sad.
0: Yeah, even though it's like I shouldn't be, but I'm very sad. I'm for upset her.
1: for her. And so the reason why she's laughing as Joan, which by the way she's stolen this lady's identity. She, I think she ultimately killed this lady. Yeah, Joan, probably.
0: And
1: escaped. She escaped from the mental institute or the asylum or whatever they sent her to, and they show her like just brief flashes of that that past that she's had and then brief flashes of her strangling this lady joan and stealing her her driver's license and she's laughing in the bathroom after this man has shown her this picture because he has no idea that she's the one responsible for his daughter's death and he is telling her that she reminds her or him Of his daughter that she murdered.
0: Okay, I had a question about that. I was wondering if he knew or not. I
1: don't think he did. Okay, see,
0: I saw the whole movie as, like, he knew, and that's why he was so anxious, and, like, he was gonna take her in. Because they call the police when they're- when she's laughing, he talks to a police officer and she's like in the bathroom Yeah. and then he lures her back into the car <sighs>
1: yeah. and the
0: wife is really against it, but he's not. And he keeps like bringing up, you're nothing like my daughter and stuff. I thought he was going to turn her in Maybe. and then she I figured the, it out. I thought
1: maybe the wife... I, see that's what yeah, I thought because yeah. the wife was really agitated about it, and like the husband was like not really. Because like at one point the wife is like in the car with her alone, and she's like you're nothing like her. And uh, okay. that's when I thought that she kind of figured out that something was.
0: Kind mm, of watch it again. Yeah, it just it rewards. That's why I said Sweet. I
1: watched it immediately. Yeah, <laughs> but um, so yeah, like you've you, at this point you, the viewer, are now aware of the fact that Joan is actually cat. Mm-hmm. She escaped. She's giddy beyond belief because the parents of the woman that she killed so long ago are now taking her to Portsmouth, but she's not going to Portsmouth. She's actually going back to the school, Mm -hmm. and they she knows that in order to get to Portsmouth, they have to go by that school. Yeah, and so she like fakes like she's going to be sick to get the man to get a bill to stop the car. He does. His wife is going hysterical. She's like, "Do not stop here," because she knows it's right by the school. I mean, if,
0: yeah. Again, if she, which is if, if another they, reason why I thought she knew. Yeah, I do think she knew. I think they both knew, but that's my interpretation. Yeah. My interpretation was that they both knew, and they were trying to take her in. Mm-hmm. And that's why she's like, "Don't stop here. Just take her to the police station." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Well, she's sick." He was like, even though she killed his daughter, he was like, "Okay, she's ill." Mm-hmm. Maybe she's mentally ill, she escaped from a mental institute, like, I'm going to pull over for her, yeah. and that was his undoing.
1: Yep, because immediately, as, again, men, listen to your wives when they tell you, if they have a feeling <laughs> that something yeah. is messed up, they know what they're talking about.
0: I always say, maybe this is a controversial statement, but <laughs> a lot of people are like... Oh, women they have a sixth sense it's called paying attention yeah okay she's been paying attention it's an easy skill it's called observation but she's observant, and you're not in this case yeah. so just something
1: believe something her was clearly not right <laughs> yeah she knew that but yeah he pulls over against his wife's just absolute hysterical begging of what yeah. to do and she's Cat Joan Cat is in the back and she slits his throat wide open. And I just
0: feel like he thought he's a big dude, he could yeah. take her, like, it, he was just so shocked. Yeah. They were in such a and vulnerable then, position. It,
1: because she's, like, so she came out of the bathroom at the restaurant and she stole a steak knife off of, like, one of the busing trains. Oh, yeah. yeah like, how's that gonna, yeah. wait, 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 a minute. <laughs> like, <laughs> like <I> <laughs> <thought> <laughs> at first she was gonna be, like, protecting herself. Yeah. But then, cause, like, at that point, like, when they were back in the restaurant, I thought that he was going to try and, like, do something crazy to her because, oh, mm. he's doing, saying all this crazy-ish about her, reminding, even though she looked nothing like his daughter Rose. Yeah. She was blonde and, you know, thin. Rose was, I, I don't want to say she wasn't thin, but she was definitely more of a developed developed girl with dark hair. She was
0: very different from the person that we're looking at. Right. She wasn't, like, wavy. She was, like, curvy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so I was like, okay, she's taking it for protection, maybe.
0: Because she... No, I instantly no. thought she was going to kill him. <laughs> See, I, See, this is so cool. That's like, why... We, we watch this so differently. <laughs> that's why I'm going to die. Because <laughs> I'm going to be like, oh, well... Well, no, I'm a very no. suspicious person. <laughs> I'll just throw that out there. Sure.
1: Sure. No, and and I
0: make these kind of predictions in movies and I'm often wrong. So it's not like you did anything wrong here. I just I just
1: yeah, we just saw it differently. Yeah. But um yeah, she so she slits his throat open, she stabs the wife to death, and then she cuts their heads off. And at this point I'm like, this is definitely what she wanted to do this whole time.
0: It's mirroring the first time. Yes. Yeah. She
1: puts and like the thing that perturbs me sometimes about like people who review this movie mm. about the ending they're like oh well she's like she ends up like taking the heads back to the school and taking them down to the boiler and then like you see her after and she's like wailing and sobbing and like people for some reason have interpreted that as her like you know feeling you know remorse for what she did i i don't but, get like how they
0: would get that the
1: thing of it is is that before she takes the heads to the school she cleans herself up she puts on makeup
0: yeah i mean what your interpretation of it is what i thought
1: but you know she she gussies herself up
0: (laughs) she takes
1: her heads back down to the boiler which is no longer on and you know she feels like this is what she needs to do To get the demon to come
0: back. Yeah, that was an interesting part of this movie, was that the exorcism did work. Yeah. And unlike in any other movie, where you want that to happen, she did not want that to happen. Mm -hmm. She didn't want him to leave, she said that. And so I felt like this entire journey was just to get him to come back. She thought, if I bring the heads... Of the first girl that I sacrificed to you, but I feel like she wasn't even
1: like I feel like she wasn't even worried about them being mm. her that girl's parents. I think she was just bringing heads. You know what I mean? And then yeah, it just true. so happened to be like that's why she went to the bathroom and like cackled to herself because she was. She's like, like "This is perfect. I can't believe that this is. I cannot believe that my luck on this.
0: Yeah. And like uh, James Remar's character, uh, Bill, he even says like. You know, when I met you, it was like I met God, which yeah. again, I thought was like a hint that at first you're like, oh, that's what he thinks. And later you're like, he thought he was so lucky he got her. Maybe. That he ran into his daughter's killer. Yeah. And, now, that, now, that I'm
1: say- now that you're saying this, I'm gonna that get makes her. more sense.
0: And she, she crinkled her nose at the mention of God. Mm-hmm. I noticed that. <laughs> And and then later when you find out she loves this demon, you're like, oh, yeah. well, duh. But it's like but it's that, all sort of full circle towards the end. I don't know. Like yeah, it's like that weird,
1: like, story that people, I don't know if anybody has ever told you this story.
0: Ooh, do tell. But,
1: <laughs> like, it's like a test to see if you're off your rocker. Oh. But, like, it's like some woman's mother dies, and her and her family are I'm at scared I'm not going to no! pass this. No, no, <laughs> no. go well, ahead. Well, I didn't,
0: but. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know you're off your rocker. <laughs> we both are but
1: so her mother dies and her family is at a funeral
0: mm-hmm.
1: and at the funeral she sees i'm this drinking fu- water yeah
0: <laughs> hydrating <laughs> hydrate
1: <laughs> at this funeral she sees the, the most incredibly uh, handsome man that she's ever seen in her life okay she can't believe how like attractive this man is but she doesn't get the chance to like interact with him once the mm-hmm. funeral is over mm. so she sees this guy she's enamored with this guy she doesn't get the chance to talk to him. And, then and this is at her,
0: her mother's funeral? Her mother's funeral, yes. Interesting. Okay, and then go ahead.
1: <laughs> a year later, she kills her sister. Why
0: does she kill her sister? Because he talked to her sister instead of her?
1: No. The So that's, <laughs> okay, so that's a passing answer.
0: Oh, I pass. My answer was so she could see the man again. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Which is the, the the crazy answer, apparently. <laughs> okay. No, I get it now. And,
1: and I was like, I said <laughs> that. I said it so fast, too. Because that's <laughs> where my brain went. And, like, everybody was like, oh, no. And I was like, what? What did I do? And then they explained it to me. I was like, eek. But that's how this story is. She did wow. that so she could get yes, the
0: Yes, I, I agree. I thought... You know, a lot of times we think, oh, you know, they want to be free. But like you said, mm-hmm. it, the whole thing was a setup. It, it doesn't even mean that the demon's good, Mm-mm. really. Like you could, it's a demon. Right, you could read this as he engineered all of it. Because maybe he killed her parents. <laughs> yeah. And then he told her, but don't worry, I'm don't here. Despair. I'm here. And that girl, she's mean. She's not going to help you. And we can kill her and get her out of the way, too. And, like, she did everything he wanted. Mm-hmm. But at this point, she's all in. Yep. You know, even nine years later. And, and yeah, you you get the sense that she's not in control, but she's also very willing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. Yeah, I, there's no way I read that she's sad about what she did. I, I don't read that from <laughs> she her sad at all. because the
1: demon didn't come back right away. But then, right. like, there's that one, like, moment at the very yes. end. Of, like, she's wailing, she's sobbing, she can't believe that it didn't work. And then she stops, and she kind of looks off into the distance. And she's almost, almost, almost smiling, and then fades to black. And then it's like, <gasps> did it come back?
0: She I feel like you did. That's what yeah, I think. Yeah. I think so too. I think she got what she wanted. I loved it. I do.
1: <laughs> and yeah, I know. I know. It's nuts. It's, <laughs> it's off the rails. got a lot
0: of, like, visually, it reminded me a lot of, like, The Craft, mm, which mm-hmm. th- I thought of that immediately because I know you love that movie. Oh, yes. Uh, when I was watching it. And, and I also thought a little bit about, like, Donnie Darko. A little yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. Like, there was Especially something about the so pacing. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And even, like, the color palette mm-hmm. reminded mm-hmm. me of that. It's um, very moody. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the guy that directed it is like around our age. I think he's like 41.
1: Which That's is, not our age. Well,
0: it's not far <laughs> off either. Um, Don't say that. No. but But, I mean, he's of the age that he would have watched that right. movie. Yeah. yeah. That's what I meant to say. But yeah, no, I I absolutely, like, I was so mad at the end. I was like, how have I not seen this before? I mean, yeah, I I don't know. Like, I think all these actors in this movie uh, give a really good performance that you wouldn't expect. Because I feel like on the surface of it, it's like, oh, co-ed murder mystery. And you're like, oh, right. that's going to be lame. And then it's completely different. I think anytime you introduce a supernatural element, I'm already more on board at mm-hmm. that point. And like,
1: <laughs> I think that the reason why I didn't, like, when Netflix was like, here, watch this, watch this, watch this. I didn't watch it right away because the synopsis was a little light for me. Yeah. Which, but now I understand why.
0: Because it doesn't want to give anything yeah. away.
1: And that, it was brilliant to do that. Yeah. But, like, at first, like, I was like, you know, okay, but, and then I was into it, and I was like,
0: oh, man, yeah, this, this was worth the watch. <laughs> and it's kind of cool, because I, I do think there's a misdirect of making you think it's going to be about a cult, mm-hmm. and then it's not, mm-hmm. and I like that it's not, mm-hmm. because, you know, I, I do like all the movies out right now that are about that, but it's kind of cool to see something that's, like, a little against the grain, yes. and a little different, and just, I don't know. It's very refreshing, and really you guys was. should really check it out. You
1: definitely should. There's another movie that was like that that I I watched it, um, not knowing what it was going to be. It was, ah. It's called. It's also on Netflix. It's called The Perfection.
0: Oh, you've suggested that to me. Yeah, and
1: it's don't eat anything.
0: <laughs> oh Lord, it's like dumpling.
1: Oh my God, nothing how, will
0: ever be like dumpling. You? <laughs> I wish I had not seen that. How dare I can't you? unsee
1: it. If you've never seen that, I think I've said don't. this before, <laughs> do not. I yeah. couldn't eat Gyoza for, like, a year and a half.
0: Yeah, and, like, I don't want to say anything else. Yeah, just no, don't. Just
1: don't. <laughs> no, seriously, don't. Don't do it. But, yeah, um, The Perfection was one of those movies that I, I came in. Like, I had seen, like, the little trailer that they had for it, and I came into it with a completely different expectation of what I got. And I was happy to get what I got, because I, I thought that it was going to be, like... <sighs> Like, one of those trite, like, revenge movies. And it is in yeah. its own right, but not the way that I thought it was
0: going to be. Mm, good. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That's like, have you seen... It's not The Gift, but it came out around the same time. The Invitation. Oh, yeah! I liked that one, Boy. too. Same thing, where I was like, oh, Whoa. I know what's happening, and then at the end you're like, I didn't... That is not what
1: I thought was going to nope.
0: happen. Nope. Yeah. yeah. Another good one. hmm um, There's so many. There's so many. Uh... You, you should come do a
1: whole medley.
0: <laughs> yeah, you definitely need to come back one more time during spooky season.
1: <laughs> one more time. That's
0: right. I play favorites. <laughs> <laughs> she um, says one more time. One more time.
1: Uh, one more time. One more time.
0: There you go. <laughs> um. So, last two questions. Yeah. What keeps you coming back? Why did you watch this again immediately? Because after
1: I it? needed to. <laughs> <laughs> i needed to put more pe- like i was watching it i was into it but i needed to put more of the pieces together mm-hmm. i was like did i miss something yeah. like was there a pivotal more pivotal point at which like i should have known that joan was cat but there really wasn't not
0: no, at least yeah not to no, me. no no yeah i i understand what you're saying yeah like it's... the moment
1: that i discovered it I guess was definitely the moment that I should have discovered yeah that's
0: when you're intended to for sure yeah
1: and uh, I just it was just it was so good it was so different and just so nice and dare I say refreshing to see something like that that wasn't just that same old tired possession trope of oh this virginal girl gets possessed and
0: yeah it's like we're kinda tired of that. I I don't know, it's like, like it's a that. lot like The Witch in that way. Yes. Oh Woo! <laughs> Such a good movie, but <gasps> yeah, like it it's got that spin on it that's different. And yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't wanna say more until we do an episode on it. Mm. Go see the witch. But Yes. Yeah.
1: It's on, um, on it's it's on Netflix, it's on Amazon Prime video. I think it's also on Hulu if you have that, It's on a lot of different things, but please, please watch that.
0: I've got a controversial statement right here. Uh Um, I've been kind of vocal about my trepidation (laughs) (laughs) about seeing, like, the Joker opening night. Oh, boy. But I do want to reveal to you guys, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, but when I first saw Taxi Driver, a movie that is inspired by it, I watched that entire movie, and then I watched it again immediately. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, the last movie that I did that with. And I can dive into why. But, um, again, it was a movie that yeah. I thought was going to go one way, and that I truly felt went a different way. It's also misinterpreted, I feel like, at times. Yeah, um, yeah. In ways similar to what you're yeah. saying. Um, and so, yeah, I-, I like movies like that that really... Mm. Make you think that had all the pieces there like so you that you could in, follow them, but you didn't see them the first right, time. Right,
1: exactly. And that's yeah. exactly why I watched it again, like mm-hmm. instantaneously. It's like, hold
0: up, I need to oh, wait a minute. You're no. like, I gotta rewind. Is, mm. I'm trying to think of other ones like that, but it's been few and far between. I think uh, weirdly, again, maybe you didn't need to watch it a second time, but Whiplash was like that for mm-hmm. me too, where I watched it and I went, oh my god, that was so good <laughs> <laughs> again. But it's like sometimes it's just done so masterfully yeah. that you're like, I how did that get past me? I gotta see that again. Yeah. So I, I, I do agree with you that the movie is like that. And it's definitely got rewatch value, even as we're talking about it and we've I'm both probably got, gonna
1: go watch it again.
0: <laughs> yeah, like we've both got like different interpretations of mm-hmm. the motivations of the characters. I think all that stuff is good. There's no like right or wrong answer. Yeah, yeah. It's just how different people view it. Um what's your elevator pitch for the movie? Oh
1: man. If you're tired of seeing the same old possession movie this is the one for you
0: yeah i think that right now and and i read an article about this i i I can't claim that this idea is my own Mm. but a year or two ago i read an article that was like all the movies you're gonna start seeing um there's a wave of like an interest in the cult yeah genre and you know we saw this back in the 70s and 80s for obvious reasons Mm -hmm there was that whole satanic panic thing. Yeah. And I think we're kind of going through that again in a different way where we're kind of looking at it like, you know, with Trump and stuff like that. Like, oh. We're like, why are so many people buying into something so quickly? Yeah. Yeah. And we're interested in why that happens. How? How? Yeah. And so I think we're getting movies like Hereditary and Midsommar. And, um, we gotta talk about those. Yeah. There's a good movie that no one's seen called Faults. It's also about... It's also about cults, but anyway, there's a lot of them out there, yeah. and new content coming out constantly about it because we're interested in it, and I think that's great. Yeah, but this is a little against the grain. I love the misdirection of making you think it's about a cult and then, and then just taking a hard left. Super so, hard. yeah, I would say like if you're Short into like turn. supernatural horror and you're into like a new interpretation of it, I think this is a movie for you because yeah. it's very it's very good.
1: Even though it came out in 2015,
0: yeah. It's a little ahead of the curve, yeah, which I think is why like if it came maybe out it would make I a think big it, splash. Yeah,
1: I think if it came out now in a, in a wide release, it would be well, very well received.
0: Yeah, I mean, movies like It and The Conjuring series have just kind of changed the game in ways that we didn't anticipate. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There are so many scary movies we need to talk
0: about. <laughs> <laughs> so many. So little time.
1: We could do one for, like, every day of October. We really could.
0: <laughs> you know, people always ask me, like, oh, what if you, like, run out of movies? I'm like, it's <laughs> literally impossible. <laughs> you know how many classic movies I've never seen? So, yeah. Well, thank you for coming back. Of and, course. like I said, we're going to have you back. Definitely. Soon.
1: Also, for something spooky. I
0: you have I, to. I can't help it, guys. <laughs> it's your, in your DNA. Yeah, it,
1: it kind of is. Like, Her I'm is. one of those kids who saw, like, nightmare on Elm Street way too young. Nick
0: too. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> actually I'm trying to um and this is like this is not like a plug or anything, but I'm actually I um I have like this really old nineteen eighties video camera mm. that I'm trying to like fix up to record to digital so that I can make some like shorts.
0: It's just Please. one of those things I
1: know <laughs> it's just one of those things that's like, you know, I love it so much and like I have I have some ideas I can't say that they're going to be good, but I'm going to do it.
0: We're going to see what it's like. Don't minimize it, though, because <laughs> you are an expert in that genre. Like, whether you know it or not, you think about it. You've spent years researching it because you've watched yeah. all these movies over and over and over. So and I feel times. like there's real value to that. And that's part of why I do the podcast, because I feel like a lot of people are experts in whatever movie they're talking about, and they don't even know that. They just think, yeah. oh, I'm too into this. Well, you know, people that study something, they've revisited whatever that topic is a bunch of times, they've, you know, taken classes, yes. they've done research. You've done that. Yeah. So, like, I think, I think you can comfortably say you're an authority on it.
1: And, I mean, like, it's, it's one of those things where, too, like, I've, I've seen so many movies that if I'm watching something new that I've not heard of, I don't bother to look at the synopsis if I, I'll know in like the first five minutes if it's yeah. not going to be. <laughs> That's
0: one hard part about being a horror fan is that you start to see all the tropes really quickly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is why we like this movie so much because it went against the grain of that. Yeah. yeah. It,
1: it, it did not do what I thought it was going to Yeah. In any sense of the word.
0: Which is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Well thank you for coming on. Thank you for having and me. And we'll have you back soon. Alright.